Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast presented to you by CE. My name is Jack Kaufman. I'm a customer assurance manager here with CE. Disclaimer, all information in the HVAC Tech Tips Podcast is intended for licensed HVAC professionals. All electrical, mechanical, and plumbing work should be performed by licensed trade professionals only. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about superheat and subcooling and diagnosing with both. If you're in a charging situation and you're looking at your superheat and subcooling, you want your indoor temperature to be between 70 and 80 degrees and your outdoor air temperature between 65 and 100 degrees. If you're outside of that window, you'd want to actually be charging the equipment by weight. Now let's look at troubleshooting your refrigerant circuit with the, in the system with the superheat and subcooling. So when we're looking at uh, diagnosing with your superheat, a low or zero superheat indicates the refrigerant did not pick up enough heat in the evaporator to completely boil into a vapor. Um, this can cause liquid slug into your compressor. We don't want liquid to go to your compressor. They're not designed to pump liquid. Um, it can wash the oil out of your compressor. It's just going to lead to compressor failures. A high or excessive superheat above 20 to 30 degrees indicates the refrigerant has picked up more heat than normal or the evaporator is being starved of refrigerant. This would be from an underfeeding or failed metering device, possible restriction as well. Now, one thing, guys, I want you to keep in mind is, you know, most of our modern equipment that we see today or newer equipment, um, you're almost always going to see a TXV in that equipment. And when I get some of the calls we get in here on the tech line, um, you know, I have a, someone calls in with a low suction pressure and, you know, I'm asking them for a superheat. And a lot of times, you know, the, the technician will tell me, well, we have a TXV, um, let's look at subcooling and, you know, they don't understand why I want the superheat. Well, it tells us what's going on in that evaporator, what the metering device is doing. So as soon as you see that, you know, the low suction pressure, you're probably, in most cases, some guys are thinking, okay, it's undercharged. Um, but if you look at the superheat, if we have that high superheat, it tells us that TXV is shut down and, uh, the you know, you're actually starving the evaporator. And one thing to keep in mind is that the cool vapor, um, you know, coming back, um, you know, to your compressor on your suction line is actually cooling the motor in that compressor. So, so diagnosing with a uh, subcooling, a normal subcooling is 10 to 20 degrees at the outlet of the condenser. A very low subcooling between zero to 10 degrees indicates the refrigerant did not lose the normal amount of heat in its travel through the condenser. So possible causes of a very low subcooling could be insufficient airflow across the condenser, uh, metering device problems such as overfeeding, misadjustment, uh, maybe it's stuck. Um, you could be undercharged. Oftentimes the coil surface just needs to be cleaned. Excessive subcooling means the refrigerant was cooled more than normal. Uh, possible causes with an excessive subcooling um, could be an overcharged system, a restriction in the metering device. Uh, maybe your metering device is misadjusted, underfeeding. Um, faulty head pressure control during low ambient conditions. So now let's look at diagnosing with both superheat and subcooling together. If we have a high superheat and a low subcooling, typically you would find your systems undercharged. If you have a low superheat and a high subcooling, typically you would see that your system's overcharged. If you have a high superheat and a high subcooling, you could have a blockage in your coil, orifice, um, TXV, your line set. If you have a low superheat and a low subcooling, um, your metering device may too be uh, too big. 
Um, you know, maybe if you had a piston, maybe the, the piston is not in the unit for some reason, um, or the, the piston could be uh, stuck and refrigerant is bypassing it. Um, once again, if we have a high superheat, that's going to be a starved evaporator. A low superheat is going to be a flooded evaporator. And a high subcooling is going to be a flooded condenser. And a low subcooling is going to be a starved condenser. Let's take a look at the delta T. So uh, diagnosing with your delta T, a normal delta T should be between 15 and 18 degrees. If your delta T is low, the coil may not be seated in the pan correctly or air bypassing it. And this is assuming the superheat and subcooling are okay. Um, if your delta T is uh, too high, you might not be getting enough air across the coil. And of course, this can cause the coil to freeze. And as far as the coil, one time I had a call one time, you know, on the tech line where, you know, it took a little while to, to figure it out, but I ended up having a, you know, a guy open the cabinet on the coil and uh, they had a, a coil in there. It was actually shifted to the one side where it was a technician that went behind uh, some installers. And, uh, you know, it was a, the coil was, I guess, an uncased coil, you know, put into an exist existing sheet metal cabinet. But uh, they, they kind of slid over to one side and, you know, air was was uh, probably bypassing maybe like six inches in there. So, I mean, that's something, uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, sometimes when you're just the, the service guy going behind other people, um, you know, you never know what you're going to find. But anyway, guys, that's uh, all we have today. Today's episode is just a quick tip. If you'd like to reach us, we can be reached at cma.techtips at carrierenterprise.com. And I thank you for listening and have a good day. <laughs>